Welcome to the Mission Matters podcast, celebrating the people and initiatives that embody the Jesuit tradition of St. Louis University, celebrating what matters in the 200-year-old-plus mission that is St. Louis U, brought to you from the Office of Mission and Identity. So welcome back. This is Virginia Herbers in the Office of Mission and Identity, and I am pleased to have with us today Kyle Cruz who is the Associate Dean of Undergraduate Affairs in the School of Professional Studies, and he also serves as the Director of General Studies. So welcome, Kyle. It's good to have you here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And we would love to learn today about this initiative called the Jesuit Worldwide Learning. So first, give us a little bit of insight into yourself, but then we really want to get into the nuts and bolts of this new exciting adventure. Okay, so I started full-time at St. Louis University in 2015. I came to the School for Professional Studies. I was, at the time, it was assistant chair rather than director. So I was assistant chair, then assistant director of general studies, moved into the role of director of general studies, did that for several years. And then just this academic year, in fall of 2023, I moved into the role of Associate Dean for Undergraduate Affairs. So my career at SLU has been spent at SPS. So just a curiosity, how old is SPS? We are actually celebrating uh, 2023, 2024. We're celebrating our 60th anniversary. So we've been around for 60 years. I mean, the school has gone through various iterations, I think, over that period of time. But for all 60 years, the school has been serving adult learners, non-traditional learners, students who want a college education, they want a SLU education, but life circumstances prevent them from being able to come to campus and have that residential experience. So the school has always prided itself on, on trying to make a SLU education accessible. Yeah, and that work continues, and it continues now globally with the JWL program. So let's shift to JWL, the Jesuit Worldwide okay. Learning Program. Sure. JWL, they operate worldwide in, I think, 14 different countries. They have 30 community learning centers around the world. They're mostly in Africa, but also in places like Iraq and Jordan. They're moving into Afghanistan. And then um, some in Southeast Asia and Myanmar and Thailand and the Philippines, I believe. And then they just started, I think this is a recent development in South America and Guyana, I believe. And so our students are, JWL is wants to serve marginalized youth. Mm-hmm. So that has become, I think, in large part, refugees, students that are in refugee camps. But it could also be people that are just geographically or socially marginalized. You know, they're living in impoverished areas where there's just no access to education. Mm-hmm. The students aren't really going to have an opportunity to to go to some other part of the world to study at university. And so they work with students like that. And also one of the unique but also potentially risky endeavors is educating women in Afghanistan. Sure. So their work is quite admirable. And so those are the students that we will have. Our first cohort of students are um, from refugee camps. So 
So I was first brought into the conversation in spring of 2022. So this is really something the provost wanted to do. So it came through the provost office and he has been a strong supporter from the very beginning. And this was an initiative he wanted to get behind. And I'm not sure at what point they identified general studies as a good degree for this population of students. That might have been in conversation with our colleagues at Jesuit Worldwide Learning, who are very interested in uh, giving students uh, an education that it really is rooted in the Jesuit tradition and Ignatian pedagogy. And, and general studies is basically, it's a liberal arts degree, but given the context in our school, there's also some professional training that is sort of layered into that. And also the program has been around a long time. I mean, it's been around in SPS for most of its history. It's established as an online program. We've been doing it for several years. And so so there was probably a variety of reasons. And so I sat down and we talked about it and we explored whether this would be something feasible, if this is something we'd want to do. There's a lot going on in our school right now. And so um, how would we be able to manage this? And so we expressed interest and said, yes, I think this is something we'd like to do. And we we like the fact that this is a mission-focused program. And so we started doing the work over the summer and in the fall and working with colleagues at JWL to think about how we would want to go about this partnership. So that work kind of started in the spring, over the summer, into the fall. And then at our holiday party in December was sort of the official announcement. <laughs> Thankfully, the, the president and the provost came to our Christmas party. We had Martha <laughs> Habish, who's at Creighton University and also is the academic director for Jesuit Worldwide Learning uh -huh. um, in the United States. And she was there. So we made an official announcement there. Shortly thereafter, signed the contract. And so now we're in the process of getting courses ready, faculty ready to teach we are hiring a academic director to oversee this and then also a um, program coordinator. So the academic director will be responsible for curriculum, recruiting faculty, overseeing faculty, all the sorts of things that academic directors do. And then the coordinator will really, really work with supporting students. Wow. Okay. So this just, this just leads me to a lot of questions. On the other end of this, how does the infrastructure get set up in okay. terms of them having access, whoever provides that access buying into this program? So good question. Yeah. So Jesuit Worldwide Learning has, I think they also partner with Jesuit Refugee Services. Ah. And so they have built these learning centers in these camps that have internet access. So the kind of learning students will be doing, it's obviously remote, it's distance education, but JWL emphasizes that it's blended learning. And what they mean by that is they're taking their courses online, but they have trained learning facilitators that are in these camps. So, you know, students will come to these learning centers, they have access to internet, they can log on, do the work they need to do, but then they have an opportunity to meet with other students, to discuss the material in the course, and they have a learning facilitator that guides that discussion. So they're not necessarily teaching content, right? That's left up to the uh, subject matter expert, but they're trained in helping students think through the material that they're studying, 
address questions they have. And then there's, you know, some communication that we're working on that will happen between the learning facilitator and the instructor. So it may be a situation where a learning facilitator can alert the instructor to students are struggling with something in particular. Uh -huh. The instructor then knows, okay, I need to go back, revisit this with the students. So it's really a unique model and infrastructure that they've built. That is amazing. I guess another question I have is, so SLU is just now hooking into this whole initiative. What other Jesuit universities are involved? We work closely with Creighton University. Yep. Georgetown University is also involved. I know at one point Regis University was involved. I'm not sure now their level of involvement. Okay. Um, also in India, there's Xavier Institute of Management University that we work closely with as well. And I'm sure there are there are others, but those are the ones I'm familiar with. Okay. For the students who are working directly with SPS in this Jesuit worldwide learning experience, are they graduating with a SLU degree? I guess my question is, are they Billikens? Yeah, they're Billikens. Yeah, they are 100% St. Louis University students. So, so they will have a degree from St. Louis they University. They will have a degree from St. Louis University. And, you know, they have to meet admissions requirements like other students. Yep. You know, there will be a lot more that apply than we're able to take. <laughs> it would sure. be nice to just take as many as possible. Right. But you have to do this in a manageable way. Yeah. Um, there may be opportunities down the road to enroll more students than we're initially planning on. Yep. But yeah, they're SLU students. They apply. We make admissions decisions. And when they graduate, they are alumni of St. Louis University. That is just phenomenal. And so the, the exciting thing is, is there are stories of students that have done really impressive things that have come out of this partnership between JWL and other uh, educational institutions. So for instance, they offer a professional certificate. It's a peace leader certificate. And so there are stories of students that have gone through this program. They've gotten this peace leader certificate. Students in Iraq are the ones I'm familiar with. And then they have gone out to their various communities in Iraq, and they've established these peace centers. And so I think it'll be interesting to track as best we can what these students do, because then there's a story to tell about here is the student that has done something to develop their community, to volunteer, to help educate or impact other lives. And this is an alumni of St. Louis University. So that piece is really exciting to us. I'm just firing on all cylinders, thinking about what that would look like as this grows. Exactly. And, you know, there's some students, their opportunities are limited. They're in a refugee camp and they can't necessarily just come and go. But some of these refugee camps are so big, they're almost like little towns and cities in and of themselves. And for those to function, for there to be any quality of life, you need people that are developing even those really impoverished sites. And so, you know, you have graduates who, yes, this will open up professional opportunities. That's important. But also in the spirit of our Jesuit mission, these are people can also just contribute to the common good wherever they're located. Right. And whatever capacity they're able, they're able to contribute to human flourishing. That's really important for us as well. 
and forming a community just in circumstances that otherwise it would be really difficult to do so. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So exciting. So um, are all the classes taught in English, I'm assuming? Yeah, they're all in English. So they all have to have a certain level of English proficiency before they can uh, be admitted and enrolled. Okay. Can you use some mission language to talk about this whole thing? Yes. So from our perspective as educators, this is an opportunity for those of us who are involved in the administrative piece, those that are involved in actual instruction, to be men and women for others. Those that teach in this program are volunteering their time. They're doing this out of a sense of vocation. It's not just about collecting a paycheck and teaching any regular course they may teach. They're doing this because they want to use their skills, their knowledge for the good of others. And so I think it gives those involved at St. Louis University an opportunity to live the mission. And then for the students who are getting this education, JWL is very vocal about wanting courses that follow the Ignatian pedagogical paradigm. They're very explicit in their desire to educate students who will be (laughs) contemplatives in action, you know, who have thought and reflected on really important questions, foundational questions about what it means to be a human being, (laughs) what it means to be concerned about one's neighbor, but then also practical skills that they can then deploy for the well-being of others. And so the whole program from those involved in delivering the education to the students and the potential for what they can then go do, I, I see the mission just saturated throughout that whole process. You know, as you're describing it, it's just um, gives me the image of weaving a fabric of community, weaving a fabric of education, obviously, of meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's transformative power in that. Right? Absolutely. Yes. I consider this as a brainchild. However, this first came to be Jesuit Worldwide Learning. Who even, how old is that? The organization has been around for a while. In fact, it used to go under another name. I think it was something like Jesuit education at the margins, and then it shifted to Jesuit Worldwide Learning, and then education at the margins became kind of the tagline. Okay. Yeah, I wish I could answer more specifically. I'm not sure the exact date but I do know it's been around for several years. They've been doing this. They've worked with institutions around the world and in the United States. And so a lot of these camps that they're working in, they've been working in for several years. One of the camps in Kenya, I think it's Kakuma Refugee Camp. They've been in that camp for several years. Um, In fact, if you go to Jesuit Worldwide Learning, on YouTube, you can see a video and it highlights that camp. So this is nothing new for them. They've been doing this for a while. And so there's a lot of comfort for us as we're trying to stand this up and get this ready for the first cohort of students in the fall. Right. We've been able to rely on them. They have a lot of experience working with these students. They know the challenges. They know the opportunities. So they have been integral partners, obviously. You know, I just think about SLU's initiatives, both on campus learning, but also uh, in the larger city of St. Louis and trying to be a force for good with the resources 
that we've got. This takes that to a whole new level, trying to be a force for good on a global plane in a way that is true to our mission, true to who we are as an institution of higher ed, but also not being restricted by geography or politics uh, or right. financial constraints. I want to get to the top of the mountains and shout this out. <laughs> just yeah. I think there's a lot that we will learn as we really get into this in the fall and start educating these students and working with them and helping them matriculate and that will then fuel our imagination for other opportunities, even local opportunities. Students right here in our own city or regionally that they're not in refugee camps, but they're certainly marginalized in some way. And so it'll be interesting to think about, well, how do we make a St. Louis University education accessible to people in our own backyard? And I know the larger institution is obviously interested in that, And so that's a mission we would want to support in SPS and feel like we have the means to do so with the fact that there's on-campus classes, online learning opportunities. So I'm excited to see what um, sort of spinoffs might come from this endeavor. Yeah, really amazing. And of course, it fits with so many other programs at the institution, the SLU prison program and and other things as well. So I think this is another piece in a whole ecosystem, so to speak, at the university. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the best parts of my job is I get to hear all of that and shine a spotlight on it. Sure. So thank you for this. Is there anything else we've missed? No. I mean, we're interested in faculty across the institution that may want to teach that's not limited to SPS. So we have faculty at SPS that will want to be involved, but it's not exclusive to SPS. So anyone at St. Louis University whose training and subject matter expertise aligns with courses in general studies, that would be wonderful. They're eligible to teach. So that would be great. As we do more to promote this at the university, We're hoping that that will attract some interest and um, there will be faculty that want to get involved. So this lives in SPS, but we think of it as something that is a university-wide initiative. And so we're excited to include other people who may want to get involved. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. So is it fair to say anybody who wants more information or who wants to have a larger conversation about how they might get involved as a faculty member to contact you? Um, We're still doing the search for the director. So people are always welcome to contact me no matter what, but certainly in the interim while we're recruiting for this position, anyone's welcome to contact me. Absolutely. And anyone who just has questions about it, wants to know more about it, whether they're faculty or not, happy to answer any questions and talk through it. And we are developing a website so that it lives on SLU's website and highlights this program. That's a work in progress, but eventually we will have that so that people can go to the website as well for more information. Excellent. Okay. So we will look forward to more to come in the fall when everything gets going. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I'm really excited to see how this unfolds. And, um, you know, you get a sense that over time, this will just grow exponentially. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your interest and enthusiasm and for giving me an opportunity to highlight this new partnership with JWL. Thank you.
And for all of you listening, don't forget to follow us on social media at SLU Jesuit Mission on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you know of a colleague who's living the mission out loud, but seems to be hidden in plain sight, give us a heads up so we can highlight the good work being done here in our community. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, in this year of hope, let's continue to celebrate together the gift of walking with youth in the creation of a hope-filled future. Because mission matters. You can engage the mission intentionally here at SLU, and you can encounter it randomly. But good luck graduating without ever touching it in some way. God bless everyone.